Hello and welcome to the Surprisingly Music Podcast. My name is Taryn. And I'm Trevor. And today we will be talking about Trevor's brand band that he brought to class today, The Regrets. And it's their album. Feel your feelings, fool. Damn straight. Feel your feelings. That's a, so, that's a good message. Feel your feelings, you know? Fool. Let them out. Yeah, like, you're, like, you're dumb for not feeling like your Mr. feelings. Like Mr. T. Feel your feelings, fool. Mr. T said that to me. I would have sought out therapy a lot <laughs> sooner in life. <laughs> um, so, The Regrets are an American punk rock band from yep. L.A. They're L.A. punk rock. Ooh. Um, West Coast, best coast. Yeah, you know you're right. Uh, so, let me pull up because they've had a few different yeah, band what, member Rhode changes. Rhode Island, who the fuck cares about you? So, their current band member lineup is... Uh, Current lineup is Lydia Knight. She is the singer. Yeah, lead vocalist and rhythm guitar. Janessa Garriano. Jar- sometimes they do the J sound with the G. So I'm going to just go Janessa Garriano because Janessa Jariano would be way too many G's making J sound. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Uh, Brooke. Oh, Jesus. So, uh, Janessa. Janessa is lead guitar and backing vocals. And Brooke Dixon is bass guitar and backing vocals. And Drew Thompson is drums. Uh, Drew is the... Soul male. Soul male. Well, I don't know what he identifies as, so... Which is funny, because, like, usually bands have, like, the token female female on bass. (laughs) Token female. Like, it's true. I also used to always think that it wasn't token. I always thought it was Tolkien. It was, like, like Like, J.R. Yeah. Whoa. I just made a connection. J.R.R. Tolkien, George R.R. R. Martin. Yeah, he's been ripping him off his whole career. <laughs> yeah, he's been ripping Lord of the Rings off his entire career. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Yeah, but he was <clears> like, <throat> man, I wish this had more incest in it. And then he made it. Good for him. Good for like, him. It'd be a lot cooler if Legolas fucked his sister right now. It'd be now. a lot cooler if you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> It'd be cooler if the Shire was just a big sex party. <laughs> uh, so Lydia Knight, she is the pretty much the um, the leader of the band. Yeah. Um, the other, so she's the only member who's been there the entire length of the band. There's been other members. Um, she has been in the music industry since 2007. Apparently, this year's been active. Damn. Do you know what year she was born? Um, 2000. Yep. So she started when she was seven. Now her father uh, is like a DJ and like a pretty, he, he's got a Wikipedia page. So he's pretty big. Like, you know, he's big enough to have yeah. a Wikipedia page. I mean, she has a Wikipedia page too. Um, but she, uh, this album, Feel Your Feelings Will, came out in 2017. And pretty much since then, she's kind of been labeled the face of the new, the new face of the feminist punk movement. Fuck yeah. Yeah, which I think is cool. Um, so, uh, I learned about a lot of new genres because of this band. Riot Girl, and it's spelled G-R-R-R-L. Yeah. I didn't know that that was a genre. Uh, it's a genre? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, um, like... Queercore. The... Didn't know that was a thing. I mean, like... Y... Okay, queercore is not really a genre. <laughs> it's just... Here's the bands with queer members. Like, that's it. That's Stand Atlantic is in the same 
queer core playlist as these guys, and they have nothing in common other than the singer of Stan Atlantic's gay. Yeah. It, it's not a real genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Like, there's no musical defining factor of queercore. Lydia Knight was 13 years old when uh, she played at South by Southwest. Damn. Yeah. Good for her. Becoming the youngest performer to play at the festival. Um, and she played at it. Uh, her playing at the festival caught the attention of one actor, but unfortunately, the... Beta Ryan Gosling, um, and then asked her to join his band, Dead Man's Bones, which is like Hollywood vampires or whatever, Johnny Depp's band, Hmm. with like, um, oh, there's a couple fucking famous people in it, I can't remember who it is, but anyway, um, yeah, so 2015 to now, she's been in The Regrets, and it's spelled R-E-G-R-E-T-T-E-S. Like, um, uh, like, uh, 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 fucking, what is the name? Like old fifties girl groups. They used to be, you know, something and they just spell it differently. Okay. Cause it's a more female esque other than just spelling it regrets. Like I regret yeah. everything that I've done up until this point, which is yeah. what I, how I feel. Yeah. I regret <laughs> letting you do whatever that was. Me too. <laughs> I was trying to think of a word. Or how you would describe those bands. Um, and I didn't do it very well. Like, All right, well, let's get to the album. Like the Supremes. The but they spell it right. Yeah. No, I know. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sure someone out there knows what I'm talking about. Okay. So, Feel Your Feelings Will came out in 2017. This is a power pop punk girl punk surf punk band right you are just crushing it they, no, no, they, no. they're a punk girl, no, no, no. girl punk punk so, punk girl surfer punk band no that's <laughs> the thing though is i actually looked up several different articles on them like describing <laughs> them that is actually how many people describe them they because they couldn't they, they'd be like it's like surf punk girl feminist pop power punk yeah and i'm just like yeah, I guess. So, <laughs> let's jump into it. All right. So I can stutter some more. Yeah. So, right out the gate, we get hit in the fucking face with, I don't like you. This is like straight old school punk. Like, it yeah. is hard hitting 80s Joan Jet. It's fucking punk. But it's got a little more surfy to it. It's got a little more it's like yeah, it's got some up nice, the reverb. Yeah, it's got some sway it. to it. It's got they like oh oh yeah, we, we listened to Dick Dale and the Ventures once, you know? <laughs> uh some surf guitar. Yeah. So I, I like it. Uh I was, like it's a great way to start an album. Yeah. You know? Her her voice has a fuck ton of just like heat to it. Like <clears throat> yes. it's got like it's not like gritty, but it's like got some like just aggression to it. Like she just she fucking knocks it out of the park on this album. So yeah, it, her so she voice. Was sep- is, she was seventeen here. Like Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. Yeah. So um, the flow of the song is really good too. Yeah. One common theme that I see through this album that I'm going to spoil through it uh, is not the actual theme that they're going for, but a thing that I'll probably talk about a lot mm-hmm. is the songwriting. I liked it. I I thought she was an v- incredible songwriter. Yeah. But. 
the thing is, is everything is so basic. When you yeah. break it down musically, it's all, so incredibly basic. All of their songs are super pop in the way of like structure and songwriting. Yes, but and <clears throat> and yeah, yeah, the just the techniques that they use, the drumming patterns yeah. that they use, the the strumming patterns that they use, it's all so incredibly basic, but done so expertly, expertly well. Yeah, it's it's like like they're biggest downfall is that they understand music theory almost because like so many early punk bands didn't so much so that's why it was so chaotic and all over the place because they were just doing it for fun i'm sure they're also doing it for fun i'm sure they are loving what they're doing but they know too much about music to do it wrong in a way i would say yeah but like that that's not a knock on them it's not wrong to do it right yeah so but it is very pop of them to like the way they structure their songs and everything yeah but but the song writing just like you can i can tell that this is mainly done by lydia the the leader of the band it's she's definitely the focal point of all the songs yes but well well yes she's the focal point you know she is the rhythm guitarist too which i do think the rhythm guitar is very good lead guitar also comes in at some points and is very good yeah um drumming i think is so everything matches her energy and her voice yeah and it's all it's all perfect they sound like they've been playing together for 20 years yeah they sound like they made this band back in high school in the 80s and 10 years later, they pumped out this album. Yeah, they've been doing a, a gig every weekend yeah, for the last 20 years. This is like their third album into their long-standing punk career. They're like the local heroes of the punk scene. Yeah, so so I don't like you. I like this song. Yeah. So, going opposite of the title. Um. So, up next, we got A Living Human Girl. I love the way that it starts out, because I love that. The intro fucking kills me man i bum, love it bum, 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 bum. it's so bum, funky bum. and silly like musically but then the lyrics are just like so like I, they're super on the nose there was, was a there's a line that i think you'd like in it about having small tits yeah it, it sounds so basically if you haven't listened to it and you're listening to this podcast for some weird fucking reason um it's it's very like um 50s I, like lollipop lollipop like that song uh or sandman but slower slower and and very you know it's got like that like this is a a song that would play as as you're watching a movie that takes place in the 50s and it pans through main street you know yeah but then like the lyrics come in and like she's talking about how like how she's not the perfect girl yeah this is everyone thinks a girl needs to be you know Blonde hair, blue eyed, skinny waist, big tits, perfect figure, no stretch marks or anything. And she's like, yeah, I ain't none of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a real fucking girl. Yeah, it's very 50s pop. But then, like, it, it, it's also very real. Like, it, yeah. it, it's it's like they're doing that 50s pop, but it doesn't sound like they're they're doing a cover or they're like a... a um, uh, what's the... Like, like a timepiece band, yeah, basically. Yeah, timepiece band, yeah. Yeah, I was so, gonna, yeah, so you're going to say period piece band, but timepiece yeah. band works better. I think that's offensive to women. Uh, <laughs> or they's. Um, they's who bleed. Um, they, they's, who, they's who bleed. Who do, you, who do you like to have sex with, Taryn? They's who bleed. That's actually a great way of describing it. No, it's not. I'm sure that offends many. 
Um, but anyway, so I feel like what keeps it kind of grounded in a way is her voice still just sounds so punk. Like, with this, like, 50s kind of, like, showtimey, like, uh, minor keyed, slowed down instrumental. Like, her voice is, like, not from that time. Mm -hmm. So, like, it kind of makes it, like, not sound like a cover, but definitely sounds like they're they're current doing something. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, it's got that, yeah, like you're saying, that great mix of, yeah. of that, the 50s, you know, like, oh, everything's so happy and everything's fine, the patriarchy's real and great. <laughs> <laughs> I and, stay home and cook dinner. Yeah, I really like the part where, like, it, it kind of breaks down and goes, sometimes I'm whatever and sometimes I'm not, you know, sometimes yeah. I'm happy, sometimes I'm not, sometimes I'm, you know... Um, I love that. Do you know what who this song made me think of? Valerie? Uh, no. Fuck her. I'd love to. Um, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yep. Because, like, in the first couple episodes, like, her whole thing is, like, um, she gets up before her husband so she can be the perfect makeup housewife yeah, and everything. Yeah, she had the blinds just so it would wake her up. Yeah. And not him. And, um... It was just like that, like strive to be like the perfect housewife, and this is just being like, bitch, you don't need to be the perfect housewife. He loves you. Just be you. Yeah. The fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. So, a living human girl. I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with the song. I'm oh like, yeah, I, I, I fucking loved it, man. <laughs> I'm like going into it. I'm like, okay, this is not what I thought this album was gonna be, but I'm digging it. Yeah. So and then up next we got <clears throat> Hide for my favorite. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. You're an all-star. Uh, <laughs> wow, we went two different songs there. Uh, yeah, I went with a classic. Okay, not what I thought your favorite song was going to be. You went with a fucking classic. Somebody <laughs> today at work told me that Smash Mouth, when they were a kid, was their favorite band. And like... Like, unironically? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So, Hey Now. I loved the dueling drums and guitar intro. Yeah. It was just a... Duh like it was just it was so fucking good yeah um and that, and that just goes to show that also was like they've been playing together for decades yeah like that's what it was like because like the timing you know mm. it's hard to to choreograph hey i'm gonna do one strum then you do three hits and then i'll do two hit or strums like that was so hard to choreograph well, i don't I'm think sure, they can I'm sure do they it. did it on a computer they're a modern yeah. day band <laughs> they, they are a modern day band but you know but I, f I feel like they probably would have done they probably would have done it live and been like okay that's the one take we're doing it we're never doing it again. Well, no, I'm sure they wrote it on a computer is what I'm saying. Yeah, but they got to play it. Yeah, but playing it's easy with a click track. Yeah, but to know then what the next person's got to do. Well, yeah, that's why you write the song first. <laughs> then I, I you know. play it. I'm, I'm saying like it's a lot to remember. It's a lot to remember. I think I Dream Theater is a lot to remember. Yeah. <laughs> I think Polyphia is a fuck ton to remember. But that's Dream like, Theater is more to remember. But that's Sorry, like um, progressions and you know, hey, if I do this progression, I'm supposed to go into this progression next. This is just a duh. duh, duh, duh. Like, I don't know. I, I would find it hard. But that's because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> also because we never play with a click track. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, no, this song has got some real fucking head banging, just like 
upbeat let's fucking go parts the vocal performance super like just fiery hot vocals she yeah. just goes in on it the, fucking loved it the little like synth bridge thing that yeah. they did i like that um again i feel like it's like basic instrumentation done with expert level yeah and it's just fun the drums i thought were super toe tappy yeah i was like this is a fun song like i was really getting into it yeah and i like how they are very much punk but they aren't doing too many of the like punk tropes of like instrumental where like every song isn't literally for two and a half minutes until they get to the chorus then it's just every fucking song like they definitely play with it a bit more like it is pretty basic like they're not reinventing the wheel here or anything but they're definitely like actually playing with the music a bit what they've done is if punk is the model t they've made a a ferrari like of the punk genre not of music in general they've just taken the wheel and they've made it faster and Put it in red. What? Why would you make an analogy? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. What do you mean? What's a Model T? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Model T was like, like was the first, uh, uh, like one of the first mass-produced cars. Okay. That Ford made back in the, back in the day. Okay. In the teens. Favorite. <laughs> Man, didn't I just realize... I have to switch up to 2003 girls now. Are 2003 girls ruining your life? Yeah. <laughs> Only some of them, though. Not all of them yet. That's what I love. High school <laughs> girls keep... Wait, no, what is it? I keep getting older, but they high school girls keep staying the same. Oh, um, man, he's a creep. Dude, the joke from Big Mouth is still the funniest version of that joke, where the hormone monstrous is like, mm, seventh grade girls... I keep getting older, but they stay 12. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's weird. So, so hey, now, it, I thought, it, this dude, this band sounds like they recorded it all live. Sounds like they recorded it in a fucking club in the 80s. Like, but with modern day technology yeah. recording it. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds great. Like, it sounds like they're all playing together. Sounds like they open for Minor Threat. <laughs> Black Flag. Yeah. The Dead Kennedys. Other bands we talk about on this podcast. Cheap Trick. I've never listened to Cheap Trick, so I don't know. Dude, I saw a great fucking YouTube channel today. It was like... Cheap Trick? Blank blank in 10 seconds. And one of them was Architects in 10 seconds. That's why I clicked on it. It was literally nothing but just... Blah! Fuck! Blah! Blah! And it was like, Oh, oh my god. That's another thing. I think this album... Has the most fucks in any album we've listened to. <laughs> Maybe. Well, that's true. Know. Half the albums you listen to, I can't understand what they're scary, saying. Dance Gavin Ants may have gone it. Do they say fuck a lot? I don't think so. Okay. Um, bring Me the Horizon. But anyway, so one of the 10 second ones, no, Bring Me the Horizon doesn't much, uh, is uh, they did a radio head in 10 seconds, and it was mostly just heavy breathing and moaning, and the microphone was like, <sighs> That's fair. And it was like, yeah, that's what Radiohead sounds like. 
I don't like Radiohead. Dude, for whatever reason, every time there's an Ask Reddit thread, what's the greatest album of all time? Oh, it's that one Radiohead album? The two bands that get jerked off the most are Weezer's Blue Album, which is solid, and uh, Radiohead. And I'm like, why? Radiohead is so unlistenable, and Weezer is such dad rock. But Taryn, I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What the hell am I doing here? Oh my god, yeah, you don't, you demon son. Go to hell. Up next, we got hot. Exorcio Corte Lapito. I don't know. That sounded like Did you just say get rid of your dick? I think you just said get rid of your dick. Like dead ass. I just said random words or random noises. You just said get rid of your dick. I said excessio something lapito. Yeah, pito means dick. Does it really? Okay, first of all, that was Latin, not Spanish. Is that what you thought it was? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Latin turned Spanish and I just exercised Taryn's penis. Hopefully you just took the cummies. (laughs) Just taking the spirit of the dick out. Taking the spirit of the dick. Spirited away. Good movie. Never seen it. It's a classic. All right. So uh, speaking of Taryn's dick, what's the next song, Taryn? Hot. (laughs) Speaking of Taryn sleeping at night. Hot. Night sweats, you fucking weirdo. Dude. Which it's not weird that I know that. He talks about it a lot. Yeah, you know, that's actually really weird to just bring up on the podcast, Trevor. Um, <laughs> you were a hot sleeper. For those wondering, <coughs> I've been dealing with night sweats for a long time now. Anyone who's dated me knows it's a problem. <laughs> he has to put his sheets in the dryer every morning. No, I literally just have to like put my blanket on the ground so the sheets are dry for the next day I crawl in the bed. <laughs> Okay. I, I have to wash my sheets like twice a week. It's Hot. ridiculous. Hot. There is the punk intro we were really needing. Dude, like, how did this album come out in 2017? Like, fucking how? Like, it makes no sense that this album came out in 2017. This can't have been made in 2017. It's so by early punk. By a 17-year-old. Yeah. And her friends. It's fucking mind-boggling. So... Lydia, you are a god. This gets a super hardcore punk intro. Yeah. Her voice gets like a deep, like, like, like there's a fire inside, like a fire inside her. Like she's gearing up to just fucking bite your head off. Oh, yeah. And I fucking love it. Yeah. Um, Dude, yeah. I love how it kind of in the opening, it transitions into kind of a softer tone, but then it builds right back up and slaps you with the punk. Dude, she does a great job of balancing the hard hitting moments and the soft moments to make the hard hitting moments so much bigger and bitier. Her voice is not quite like Joan Jett. Yeah. Or Janis Joplin, but it's also not Amy Winehouse or Adele. Yeah. She can still sing, yeah. like, you know, toward yeah, the she's Amy got, Winehouse she's side. Got, she's got some great singing parts in this. But then she can also get, like, that Joan Jett, like, we're going to fucking rock yeah. sound, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, I think Hot's a great song. It's a short little punk song. 
Yeah, if I remember no, correctly. It, yeah, it was a uh, it was a short. I mean, so far all the songs have been short. Yeah, there um, are a few five minute songs on the album. Couple. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. And then one like one and a half minute song that. Whew. Um. Yeah, this song is just so fucking hard hitting, and I love every second of it. Yeah. It's hot. That's for sure. It's um, fire, as the kids say. Eat. Yeah. That shit Gucci fam. Gucci savage. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying right now. Yeet. Are we going to get sued by Gucci? Um, Up next we got Seashore. Seashore. So this is a song that was constantly recommended to me. And I would like, like, because I'll like make playlists and I like the little like add songs down at the bottom of the playlist. Yeah. It would always come up and I would be like, click on it. And I'd listen to the first like 10 seconds. I'm like, nah, nah. So... <sighs> This song is different than the rest of the album. I'd say. Yeah. It's a little bit different. This is actually apparently one of their bigger songs. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> now that I had to really, really, now that I had to listen to it, um, I love the flow of the song. Yeah. Like, it's a nice song. It's definitely not a, not my favorite. No, um, I wouldn't say that it's my favorite, but I don't think it detracts from the yeah. album. I still think that it adds to it. I don't yeah. think that it's a neutral song. I still think that it adds. Um, I love the percussion will lead portions of the song. Yeah. And then guitar will come in yeah. and lead it. And they kind of switch back and forth a couple of times. Um, <clears throat> this has two of my favorite lyrics on the album. Ooh, let's hear them. Uh, the part where she's like, you can just go fuck yourself. And then the other part where she's like, I'll still kick your ass in, a, in my skirt. I was like, yeah. I That's like a that. great fucking line. Yeah. Can you slap me? <sighs> okay. You're making it sexual here and it's weird. Yeah. I'm objectifying her. That's what the whole album is about. Yeah. You fucking pig. Yeah. <laughs> or sorry. Wait. Can you call cops that now? Uh, yeah. I think pig is synonymous with cops now. Um, what am I now? Uh, man whore? I'm a Kyle. I'm not a Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> so I liked Seashore. It was... I, I See, this kind of makes me rethink all my... The way that I make playlists because I listen to this song many times trying to get into it and yeah. i couldn't but i'd only listen to the first 10 seconds of it and couldn't get into it and now that i listen to it i'm just like wow i actually you know i'm an asshole and i didn't like it you know yeah. and so it's good i like it it still adds to the album well the to be honest though the rest of the songs on the album but that we've already gone over it's like comparatively it's like kind of in their shadow yeah but it's still good still and decent also, they really seem to like doing their intros with the, like, kind of, like, attitude, angsty lyrics and stuff over the, like, super minimalist instrumental before kicking into the song. Yeah. Like, th that's kind of, like, the a little niche they dug out for themselves, and this song does it as well, so I'm bringing it yeah. up. Um, yeah, this was the first song that didn't uh, go hard on yeah. the album, and... It's not that I disliked it. It's just that uh, the other songs were so much better. Like, fucking Hey Now and Hot were definitely, like, just, like, let's fucking go, baby. And then this came on. And I was like, okay, you know, not – you can't just always be cranked up to 11. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so next one is going to be one of my favorites. I'd say this is my top three favorites of the album and the probably – the second I heard the guitar riff, I knew this was going to be one of your favorites. Yeah, because it's incredibly bluesy. Yeah. It's like got your basic blues structure and, and progressions. Um, 
juice box baby. I love it. It starts off with her, you know, in like the recording studio saying something about like, oh, I got my juice box, you know, making a, a yeah. joke. And it's just a fun song. I love the guitar strumming technique that's right yeah. off the gate. Um, uh, especially, the, you know, the, the, the pedals and effects that they use to get that. Like I said, it's very bluesy mm-hmm. and in structure. Uh, the drumming is energetic as fuck. Yeah. Everything is energetic. Yeah. Her voice is so energetic. It gets you moving. Like, yeah, her lyrics are angsty and stuff like that, but it's still like, you're not like, it's still like almost calming to listen to her. Yeah. You're not like, whoa, whoa, sweetheart, calm down now. I mean, I'm. Don't you have some dishes to clean? Uh, (laughs) we'll talk about that in another song. Yeah. Um, Um,. What did you think about Juicebox, baby? Dude, this song slapped. I love the super upbeat, like, uh, uh, guitar and drum work. And, like, it paralleled with the vocals in, like, a really weird but really correct way where it was, like, I didn't expect that guitar tone and, uh, like, key choice and everything to go that well with her voice. But it did. Um, And if you told me, like, this... Oh yeah, this song was playing in this '90s movie. Is like the leather jacket wearing bad girl walked into the cafeteria in some high school rom com movie. I'd be like, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, like, but no, it came out in 2017 somehow. <laughs> what were we doing in 2017? Um, we moved in together. Yeah, we moved in together. Um, July 2nd of 2017, I became a single man. He's been single ever since, ladies. Dude, do you know what yeah. is fucking hilarious? And everyone I tells this, tell this to agrees with me. I would always, after um, getting engaged and everything, I would always call her my ex-girlfriend. I wonder why she broke up with you. That is hilarious, though. That is actually fucking that hilarious. That is a great joke. That is a great joke. So you were together, but you were now engaged. Yeah, so it's so... no longer my girlfriend. So I would always call her my ex-girlfriend, and she fucking hated it. Because she doesn't have a sense of humor. Yeah. Emily thought it was hilarious, so that's all that matters. <laughs> well, you never got engaged to Emily, so. Yet. Um, so up next, we got Till Tomorrow. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm getting engaged to Emily. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah, okay. What? So. Okay. Um, I'll propose. She'll say no, but I'll propose. Till Tomorrow. They'll, propose, or they'll say no. Very, very basic song. Yeah. But done well. Again, I'm going to keep saying it. Yeah. Because it's, it's a common theme with them. It's so groovy and vibey. Yeah. It's just like you just kind of like nicely like bob your head while listening to it. And you just feel good the whole fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I could listen to this till tomorrow. Her voice is like super buttery smooth, and it's just like, this is nice. You wanna use that to butter your toast? Oh yeah, I'd like to. So creepy. Butter her toast and make her breakfast and clean the kitchen for her and be a great house husband. Take her out for a nice drive. No. Do I look like someone who takes someone out for a nice drive? No. To a nice place. Okay, yeah. I drive to get to a destination. I don't drive just because. I like to drive just because. Yeah, I know. I still don't get it. I've tried so hard to wrap my head around it, and I just think I have to give up. Get out of the house. I've gone on long drives. It sucks. Your butt hurts. 
I like driving, though. That's the thing. Yeah. I like it. I enjoy it. Getting my driver's license was the best day of my life. I thought moving out of your mom's place was the best day of your life. No. Because <laughs> I had my driver's license. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, um, so, so, yeah. Till uh, tomorrow. Yep. It's a song. nice, nice song. It's like, it's very basic. It's yeah. I'd say very the, cookie cutter for them, but it's still a good song. Yeah, no, there's not really much to say. It's just a very pleasant song to listen to. Yeah. So up next, next we got Taryn's favorite. No. No, I mean just Taryn's <laughs> yeah. favorite thing pale in the skin. world. Pale skin. Taryn yeah, loves in lo- them. I love pale bitches. And days. Bitches is all encompassing. I've met guys who are bitches. <sighs> Uh, for example, your newly alcoholic coworker. Yeah. Yeah, he's a bitch. Um, uh, Pale Skin, Terrence Pale favorite. Skin. A long song from the band. Yes. Five and a half minutes. So this song is very different from the rest of the album. Yeah. They get a little bit more deep in this song, I would say. They kind of yeah. don't. They kind of venture away from the punk a little bit, a lot. Yeah, um, this is definitely more like rock. So of like, I I, I actually have the perfect um meta simile for it, right? Simile uses like or as. Yeah, so there's a simile for it. This is okay. similar to it. Uh, uh, this song sounds like it could be on uh, "Death and All His Friends" by Coldplay. Which is one of their earlier albums, the one with Viva La Vida, you know? You know, I've I've only heard a cover of a Coldplay song, and I've never actually have listened to what Coldplay. What song did you hear a cover of? Um, it's the, like, slow, sad one. <laughs> that doesn't narrow down for Coldplay. Everyone plays on an acoustic guitar and sings it. Fix You. Oh, okay. Watch watch that not even be a Coldplay song, and I'm just done. That is a Coldplay song. No, I've never listened to Viva La Vida or anything. By so, but, you know, I'll let, I'll let the viewers agree with you on this one. Cause well, hopefully know. they agree with me. Yeah, if you listen to Pale Skin, this one sounded like it could be with um, with the Viva La Vida, Death and All His Friends album or whatever. I think actually that is what it's called. Not Death and All His Friends. I think it's called Viva La Vida and Death and All His Friends. That's too long. It is a very long album title. It's a very weird and interesting album. I'll bring it on the podcast. No. Coldplay Coldplay gets a veto. (laughs) Because fuck Coldplay. So it's very dark. She's singing pretty from the heart on this song. Um, It's a very long song. What, five and a half minutes? Yeah. But it never loses my interest. You know? Yeah. No, no, no. Like it... It got my attention really well. Like, it was a nice song to listen to. It was just... Very long. Yeah. It wasn't what you're expecting with the rest of the album. It was too long, in my opinion. Terrence said a song is too long. Well, it was too long because it just wasn't very, like, interesting. Like, it didn't really make me feel much. Like, I like long songs because it's like an adventure. This one just kind of felt like... Almost like meditation in a way of, like... Instead of doing something for 20 minutes, you're sitting in quiet for 20 minutes. That's fair. So, I don't know. It just didn't make me feel much, so it was a snoozer for me, but I didn't dislike it. It was just like, oh, yep, here's this song again. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's late. Yeah, it is. So, um, next song. Let's just move on. Up next, yeah. Uh, Lacey Lou. Another ah. 
fun I song. Love this song. Another fun song. Love the intro. So weirdly enough, I couldn't really make notes for the song. Like I don't know what it is about it. There was like nothing to talk about, like specifically. It was just like as a whole, it was so nice. Yeah, it's just a fun song. Yeah. Her, her lyrics are great. They're fun to sing along to. I love the lyric. Now, you know, the, I can't remember what leads up to it. Blah 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 blah. Now they call me Lacey Lou because yeah. she doesn't say Lacey Lou throughout the entire song. That's actually towards the end of it. Yeah. So it's kind of like, where'd you get Lacey Lou? And she's like listing off all these things um, that are feminist. I think we haven't mentioned how incredibly feminist the lyrics are oh yeah and i'm They're, loving it i love it it's, i think it was yeah. so great like it's just it's just um, so in your face feminist yeah like i thought it was fun and like she's like loose um oh, excuse me listing off all these things about um you know being fem, fem, feminist shit yeah you know um <laughs> yeah that shit that shit i mean shit in a good way yeah I know. things you know yeah just when i say feminist things it doesn't get the point across. When I say feminist shit, yo. Yeah. It gets the point across. Yeah. Word. Yeah. I don't like that either. I'm sorry I did that. <laughs> so, um, I think the solo is great in it. Mm-hmm. What, I've, what I've noticed is that it's not like a Jimi Hendrix, I'm going to go off solo. Yeah. It's a very just like, hey, this is a very structured solo. Yeah. It's not going to show your personality as a guitar player. It's going to be with the music it's very yeah. music the- theoretical yeah That's like the, i feel like the only like hard flex in this band is lydia like you know it's like she's the focal point of the band yes we can do cool things but let's not try to like upstage the the money maker basically of the band I don't even think that. I think it's because I feel like Lydia has the most say in the band. For what I know, as as much as little of this band, Lydia has the say in the band. I feel like she's like, no, we're, we are the regrets, uh, and we're all gonna slap, you know? Yeah. Because everyone does. Like the, the yeah. like I was saying earlier, all the instrumentation matches her energy. Yeah. So it's not like anybody is getting overshadowed. Yeah. But it's just I think the thing that overshadows everything are the actual songwriting and the lyrics of it because they're so good. They're so powerful. They've got quite the message to send. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. So yeah. Lacey Lou is a great song. I loved it. It was really fun. I understand where like, I love this song. The more I, the, I noticed the more that I love the song, the less I had to write about it yeah. because it's not like I can go through and pick one thing about the song. It was just an overall good song. Like there, is, there weren't any dull moments to talk about. Yeah. And as a result, like literally all you have to say is it was great. Like the flow is great, the melody's great, the guitar is great, the drums are great, the bass is great. The like yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a fucking awesome song. Yeah. So I loved it. Then up next we got Head in the Clouds. Yes. The song is different, but I fucking loved it. I loved it too. Again, yeah. energetic drums matching the vocals. Guitar comes crashing in. I yeah. love that. It just came, and it was a crash. Yeah. Um, like this sounds like it could have been on a Ramones album. Like it's got that like. It's weird that you say that because I say that on another song. It's got that like early stages of punk where like it wasn't you know like the punk we now know thanks to like Black Flag and stuff, but it's like that like we got some shit to say, but like aggressive music hasn't been invented yet. 
Because okay, it's not, it's not a really aggressive song at all. No, it's not an aggressive yeah. song. Um, I, we also get the album title in this song when she does that, like, yeah. uh, that, like, talking uh, through the effect, um, which I usually don't like talking in songs. She, but she does do. it well. Like, she yeah. kind of, like, talks, like, on key. And that's why it's, like, nice. Like, yeah. it's a very, like, it's like when you see someone, like, a tourist walking around. They're like, well, yeah, yeah, like a tourist? And, like, you see the person, like, walking with purpose. She talks with purpose. Like, she's not just <laughs> talking because she wants to throw in an artsy talk piece. She's like, I got some shit to fucking say right now. And it doesn't work for singing at the moment. Yeah. So I'm going to fucking say it. And I love it. I'm for it. Lydia, you are my hero. <sighs> All right. Um, how, how it, it should, should be. be. They slow it down real quick. Yeah. The vocals sound really raw here. They do. Love the guitar. Very surfy. Very, Notching up that reverb again. Yeah, very surfery, kind of garagey, where it's just like, it's not radio rock, but it sits in the bubble. Yeah. Of like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's not very punk. But it's still got the angsty vocals to kind of bring it back to, like, their core sound. Um, it, it leads to a nice variety in the yes. album. It's yeah. not just the same song 15 times, which is, sadly, a lot of punk music. Yeah. But I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, kind of, you know, it's kind of like that thing is, like, when you have something that you like, you know, keep yeah. doing it. You yeah. Know? But they, they do are able to mix it up. It's like eating a whole carrot cake. It's great. But like throw in like, you know, a real carrot every once in a while. What? No, just eat the whole fucking carrot cake. That's punk. That's punk. <laughs> Fuck the man. Eating the whole carrot cake is punk. Fuck the world. Why are people gonna die tonight? Anti-flag. Yes. So. <laughs> These guys are more punk than anti-flag. Really? Oh, have you heard like Anti Flags like the three most recent albums? Yeah, we talked about that a lot yeah, on the Anti Flag. Sucked. <laughs> yeah, but but well no, so they <sighs> one thing listening to this band that I realized is punk is not so much the sound. It's the youth and the angst. It's the youth, the angst, the message, the lyrics, all yeah. that sort of stuff that makes because like let's be honest, yeah, this is pretty punk. But yeah. there are some aspects of it that are just not punk at all. Yeah. And it's more of the message that they're saying yeah. is that, or that they're sending that is punk. Well, no. So, like, punk is an idea. Anti Flag's, like, message is still super punk. Yeah. They, they just don't sound. Punk. Yeah. Now it's they just. It's like Green Day. Yeah. They sound very Green Day ish, actually. That's why. Green Day is good, though. Nothing they've released in the past decade, but yeah. <laughs> just like Anti Flag. 21st Century Breakdown's a good album. But it's not punk. It's rock. I give it a three. Wait till you listen to it. I have listened to it. I'll make you listen to it again. No. <laughs> Please, no. Viva la gloria. Um, so up next, we got Picture Perfect. Can you can you make a guess right now, Darren? It's my favorite song on the album. Oh, okay. Um, I fucking love the lyrics of this song. Oh, God, the lyrics. Yeah. The lyrics and her voice are so intense. Yeah. You're just like, 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do right now. Yeah. It's so great. I love the fucking riff, man. The guitar riff. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh. You know what's even funnier? Is towards the end, they sample a song. <laughs> You know which song? What song? Push It by Salt and Pepper. Really? Bam, 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 um, yeah, so the intro is a, a <laughs> hey, picture perfect, flawless figure. Damn, that bitch is hot. She's all the things you wish you were, but sadly you are not. The girls want to be her and the boys wish they could tap uh, that chick who is always up to something and isn't on the map. Hey, I heard she doesn't sweat. I heard she she doesn't drool she's the girl that everybody knows is way too cool yeah and the and way she says it <clears throat> yeah is just so great the her flow she's yeah. got great flow she's like yeah not- everyone wants to fuck that bitch i don't give a shit fuck her too <laughs> yeah she's she doesn't have an irregular flow yeah <laughs> and then the um even though it's super repetitive, the ooh baby baby, but ba- ba- yeah. baby. That's the like, the push it yeah. uh section of it. Yeah. It it still has a nice flow to it. Like, and we're not saying flow because of periods. Which I just realized yeah. sounds like it. It's just the, the, the We say it in other episodes too. I think we do. I'm pretty it sure. It may have just I been do. a new word that I discovered that I don't know. I use it a lot. Yeah. It, it it's got a great continuation. Got a great melody, I feel like would be the better. Melody Pond? I mean, Amelia doesn't talk to you anymore. Fuck off. Um, but anyway, that one yeah. hurt. That one hurt. Picture perfect. I want you to think about what you said. Picture perfect is a fucking banger. Super fun track. Fun track. My Absolutely favorite. I loved it. I've already added it to the playlist. Ooh. Yep. Um, and up next, we got Bronze. Not Bronze, this is Bronze. Bronze, yeah. You just had a uh, reflection. The drums are fucking fire in the song. They got some weird fucking fills. They're crashing. Man. Yeah. They are rocking uh, hard. And it's a pretty mellow song for being such a, like, sporadic kind of, like, all-over-the-place drums. Like it yeah. was really, it really caught me off guard. Um, you know what's great about this song, Karen? About best friends. Yeah. Um. Well, not in a positive way, though. So, as long as you're with your best friend. The, the lyrics are literally, "She's my best friend, but I'm not hers because she's got more than she had before." Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> I'm your best friend. But what are you, what what are you, what am I to you? You're my best friend. Well, then this doesn't work for the the joke I'm trying to make. So okay, fine. Um, sorry, but Emily's my best friend, and my loved one, and my everything. Wow, I don't even have to make a joke because that was really fucking sad. <laughs> that was more sad than watching the dog die at Ed and Marley and me. Did the dog die at the end of Marley and Me? I don't know. I've never saw it. Me neither. But I've just, I've just been told that. Never seen The Matrix either. We've talked about that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, Keanu Reeves just wasn't a good actor until four years ago. Five years ago? I don't know when John Wick came out. Um, Bill and Ted, not a good movie. Never saw it. I unfortunately <laughs> have. 
Damn, that's unfortunate. Um, but no, I really like the song. It was pretty different, but Great overall, song. I thought I loved, it was a spanker. I loved the chorus. Thought it was yeah. a spanker as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So up next, we got my... The best album t- or song title. My Tied for my favorite song with Hey Now. We got Ladylike Slash What a Bitch. Yep. Cap locks. What a Bitch. Yeah. Um, this song just fucking goes off for a minute and a half yeah love this song it's fun because fuck the patriarchy yeah holy shit yeah this This gets turned into a fast-paced power girl punk pop punk song yeah uh i fucking love it and i love the end where it goes you know that part yeah fucking great this is like yes let's go uh uh, I heard that girl Lydia is such a fucking bitch. Yeah. I heard that she's a feminist, so she must not shave, shave her pits. Oh. I heard that girl Lydia is nothing but trouble, so if she comes your way, you better book it on the double. Like, she is just so fucking cool, man. She is, I think she's the coolest person we've had on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that we've reviewed on the podcast. Yeah. No one's ever been on the podcast. I mean, we've been on the podcast, and she's cooler. So, <laughs> touche. Bitch. It's pronounced touche. Touche la bouche. You know what that means? Um, it means touch my mouth. I learned that in French class because whenever you would talk in French class, a teacher would go, huh? Touche la bouche. And then uh, another lyric uh, Lydia got asked that by a cute boy at my school gym. Apparently she said no because she's just not into him, but clearly that's not true, and she's just a lesbian, or she's fucking crazy and belongs in the loony bin. Yeah. Oh, the cute guy asked around. She said no. Fag. Yeah, that's actually one of the lyrics at the exact end of the first song, um, when it kind of like slows down. Yeah. And like, I fall in love every day, but when you ask me out, I'm still allowed to say no. Yeah. And it's like... Is that is that a is that an issue? Apparently, uh, I guess we're just two good guys, <laughs> two nice guys. Um, I don't know. Like, it's always weird because um, obviously we're both in the realm of dating and stuff right now, and um, women are always like so pleasantly surprised that like I have like respect for their boundaries. Like, I could tell they were just, like, ready for me to, like, impose in some way. And like, it, they're racing up for it, and you're like, what are, and, you, what are you doing? And I'm just like, like, no, like, if you're not comfortable right now, like, that's fine. Like, <laughs> like it's Jesus. Like that, it's like, uh, <laughs> like it's, who did you date? <laughs> it's like someone who was in an abusive relationship. Like, if you guys get in a fight, you know, they're like, they, like, start to tense up. You know, like, you're going to hit them, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> like, why do you look like a sick puppy? Stop that. I, I'm upset that the dishes aren't clean. Okay? That's it. I just want I just want us to clean the dishes. <laughs> Jesus. Why'd you have to go with that? You couldn't go with any other thing. Just because like... I need to do the dishes and it's a fucking mess up there. Oh, you mean... I, okay. I, I, I thought need... you were telling her to do the dishes in this scenario. Oh, no, no, no. I need to do the dishes. Okay, whatever. Well, I, I'll just bring up the dishes because I feel like that's something a couple would argue about. I don't know. Uh, well, and also, maybe... I feel like the man should do the dishes. If the woman's supposed to cook, uh, she cooks and cleans. clean the dishes, asshole. 
she and cooks vice and, versa. She cooks and cleans. That's the patriarchy. Yeah. Patriarchy, he sits. No, I'm saying in a good relationship. And reads the newspaper. I'm saying in a good relationship. Okay. Not a 1950s fucking relationship. I come home, smack my wife around, and fuck my secretary. That's the good the, old days. It's, well, other than the smacking, that's the plot of uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel. Tony yeah. Shalhoub is great in that show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, sorry, quick Tony Shalhoub side bit. Yeah, but... I, I mean, Tony Shalhoub's great. I mean, who's going to argue that? Oh, I found the crossover. They did a psych monk crossover. What? So, I found it. We're like one song from the end. I know, but let me just tell this quick bit, because okay. we, we both we both love psych and monk. You love monk more, I love yeah. psych more. Yeah. Both still great shows. Yeah. TV legends. Yeah. Um. They did a crossover promo when Psych first aired. And it's uh, Mr. Monk and Sean sitting there. Um, and Sean's eating a bag of Cheetos. And Mr. Monk just looks over and goes, I know you're not psychic. And he's like, what? What do you know? How do you know that? And he's like, I, I can tell. Like, you're not psychic. You're just doing it so the police will hire you. And he's like here let me read your palm and he like takes his hand out of the cheeto bag and it's got a bunch of cheeto dust all over it he goes to grab mr monk's hand and mr monk's like no 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 <laughs> wipe wipe <laughs> oh it was great what's his assistant's name natalie natalie, natalie. wipe wipe <laughs> uh, also that that's a hard flex on uh his first assistant sharon shannon sharon yeah pretty sure but natalie was there for the rest of the seasons yeah all yeah, Sharon was only there for one. the first three. Natalie was there for the back five. No, Sharon was there for the first one. No, she was there for the first three. What the fuck are you talking about? You sure? I yeah. swear they recast her. After All right, season. you start talking about the song. I'm going to look they this up. They didn't even recast her. They just like, hey, this is Sharon's sister, Natalie, or no. cousin. She Sharon quit, and then Natalie was like the new person hired to be like basically his. I'm not going to say the word I was going to say. Caretaker? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's an assistant, but because yeah. it was OCD, it was almost like a caretaker position. That was the whole gist of the the, the show. Um, Who is it? I'm fucking working on it. Talk about the show. Uh, Well, Mr. Monk is about a detective uh, yeah, who loses was... his wife in a car. Sharon, bomb. seasons one through three. Okay, fine. You're right. You're right. Uh, It's his nurse. That is the official title of... Sharon? What about Natalie? Uh... Also, technically, his nurse. We get we're getting deep into the monk lore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's Trailer Howard up to? Who? The actress who played Natalie. She's done pretty much nothing other than play Natalie. Oh, and the great Jennifer Lawrence was in a monk episode. Yes, she was. She was wearing a fursuit. Yeah, that probably made that probably makes many many men out there happy. Just like <laughs> they just fucking ripped their dick on their zipper she played an overzealous mascot which is so funny you see her in the background in that one episode she's losing her fucking mind in yeah the, in the suit she thought she was gonna be the the um the the in that episode like the, the main, main girl. kid the main girl yeah on the basketball team nope she gets the mascot position she never show her yeah and she was like hyping it up to all of her friends and shit <laughs> 
So, uh, all right. So you won't do you won't the album do, closer, which is what the casting director told Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> this is what you won't do. Yeah, um, you ain't acting today, champ. You won't do. This goes punk, and then there's a dip. It gets silent, which. It's like when what you're. Is... It's like when you're listening to. Uh, it's. Uh, uh, what's new, Pussycat? <laughs> <laughs> There's a dip, and you don't dip. know if it starts again or if this if song a is a really lot longer than long the song. <laughs> so it gets really, really punk. Uh, the very beginning part of the song, which I think is like a minute and a half, yeah, is very, very Ramones. Yeah, it's very like I was like, is this a Ramones cover? But it's not. Um, and then there's a solid, what, 30, 45 seconds of silence? Yeah, something like that. Which, why would you put silence on an audio-only um, product? It's a surprise. Just make another fucking song. That's Which, that's surprise. the thing, is the next part of the song... Is completely different. Is completely different. It's like, this is her yesterday. You know, it's the solo piece. It's acoustic. Um, Her it's, voice is like heart piercingly warm. Yes. Heart piercingly warm. Um, it's it's very raw and emotional. I love that part. I love this whole song, even though it's two different songs. Yeah. It's so fucking beautiful. Yes. It's very raw, um, emotional, like I said. Yeah. Uh, I love the acoustic. Um, uh, co- fucking riff she was playing i love yeah. that it was it was really good which is so weird because it goes to the it like it goes from the super ramones-esque punk song to a fucking <sighs> an acoustic acoustic deep emotional yeah. performance it was fucking great just lost my phone i saw that happen yep. and i was like what do i say hey taryn you're about to lose your phone taryn grab your phone i was gonna reach over there probably actually touch your peen so yeah, I love this song. I thought it was fucking awesome. Um, well, it's gone. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah, you're going to need it. So I, I thought that it was a great, great, uh, it was a good way to, to end the album. Yeah. No, um, it was one of our better album enders. Yeah, it was definitely it was, one of our better, yeah. better albums. It was better than Impossible Winner. Impossible Year? Impossible Year. What is Impossible Winner? I don't fucking know. It's impossible winner. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm right. <laughs> hey, so, Taryn, that thing you know you're right about, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, um, <clears throat> the regrets. Taryn, do you want me to go first or do you want to talk about them? Um, you, you go first. You go first. Yeah, since I brought him. I didn't away. really know about him. So, I didn't really know anything about this album or this band. Um, and I, I loved it. Am I a feminist now? Yeah. Okay, cool. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. I've been a feminist for a long time. Shut the fuck up. Dude, I... You love women. Yo, sometimes a little too much, you know. Uh, we gotta get our Rodney in there. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. Um, How much respect, Trevor? How much respect? No respect. <laughs> God, I hate you. Why do you do this to me? Why so, do you, why do you um, make me do this? the regrets, um, here's what I liked about the band. So I actually ended up loving this. I think this is one of my more favorite albums that we've done. Yeah. Um, this is definitely a banger. Um, here's what I loved about them. It was so incredibly basic that when I was listening to it, 
it was like if i could write music this is what i would write this is like exactly what i would want to write this is what like when i'm playing around on the guitar this is what's in my head i just can't get out like this sort of a style of music yeah. the guitar is super basic and i was like yeah if i had like drums like that to go with you know that riff like that's it that is exactly what i want but they just do it way better and the lyrics and composition and everything are way light years ahead of whatever i could do and but it's also just so incredibly basic so it's still like you're not it's not like you're listening to some fucking prog rock melodramatic fucking dinosaur boss battle you know hey now <laughs> it's a good song uh <laughs> so um I liked it. Um, I think the Regrets are one of my new favorite bands. Good to hear. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Do you want me to, I'll let you go, and then we'll yeah. give our our scores. So I fucking loved it. Um, I came in with no expectations because um, we've been getting a lot of garage rock lately. Um, so I was expecting more of that. Then the first song hit, and I was like, "All right, this will be fun." <laughs> um, to be honest, though, I was totally hoping to make the joke uh at some point it, when i chose the band because i haven't not listened to them i didn't know what i was getting into i wanted to make the joke with well turn i guess i regret this but i i can't i don't yeah, regret no it. uh i don't regret the, picking this the band. band is fucking awesome i love everything about their lyrics their musical style their songs are super pop and approachable in the way of like um handing the dead kennedys to someone randomly on the street they probably won't enjoy it the regrets is someone who i feel like a lot of people can connect with in a lot of way their lyrics um definitely represent like modern punk problems which sadly are still problems that they had in the 80s i have a lot of female punk artists definitely shared similar views to lydia in the way of like feminism um I don't need to be your perfect blonde, blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl. I'm me. I'm gonna keep being a fucking badass. So it sucks that she still has to keep making this music when this problem should have been solved like forty fucking years ago. But I'm glad we have people still pushing out the good message today. Um, I fucking love the music, her vocals, the guitar, the drums. It's all fucking fantastic. You know what I just realized? This is a great way to come back around. The regrets, the way they spell it, E-T-T-E-S, is the suffragettes. Yeah. The women who marched for yeah. the right to vote. Yeah. I think I'm saying that word right. Suffragettes? I don't know. It's got I'm a not, G. I'm not a linguist. Uh, if you pronounce it correctly, it's suffragettes because uh, it's pronounced gif, not yif. <laughs> you, you wanted to high five me and then you heard what I said. So, what do you give the album for the week? Every time I listened to it, it went up. And yeah. I'm going to give it a nine. I'm giving it an eight. That's low. And we grade uh, on a bell curve. Okay. I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm definitely, uh, I still love punk music, but it's definitely, like, kind of going down for me over time. I'm definitely getting more into, like, the more prog, avant-garde sides of music. Where it's like really weird shit. Where it's like, huh, what's a key? Yeah, what's a key basically? Like I use all 12 chords and it's atonal fucking garbage basically. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you have no root chord. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. 
What the fuck? Your guitar is down tuned to basically double drop E. Oh my god. God, yes. That bothers me so much. Tuned to low E. God. What the fuck? So fucking low. You can tune it 12 octaves? Well, 12 steps, 12 one steps, octave. that's it. Yeah. One octave, that's what I meant. Yeah. I meant 12 steps, one octave. Yeah. Take the two out, one To an octave. E zero. God, that's so low. Okay, so... So I give it an eight. You give I, it an eight. That's still above average. Well above average. That's well above average. That is like a fucking e-girl walking by you, and you're just like, holy shit. That's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So and damn, I love e-girls. Ruining my life. They haven't, though. I've fucked a few e-girls. Yeah, but they haven't ruined your life. Yeah, only Valerie has. Alrighty then. Um. So yeah, that is the regrets. Uh, feel your feelings, fool. I know that our fucking criticism counts. Although, oh yeah. I don't think we've ever really the, given the, criticism other than against Chris Stapleton. Yeah, fuck you, Chris. Which he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> fucking multi-millionaire. That fucking song. sitting in his mansion, riding his private jet. Never worked in a field in his fucking life. Actually, he did. He did? Well, he didn't. I don't know if he worked in a field, but I do know that he was like one of those broke ass musicians who would go down and like busk, you know, busker. Ah, uh, okay. So, I don't, you know, I'm sure he did some hard work in, in high school and stuff, but when he. Oh, the new single's out. Cool. The new shingles vaccine is out. All right. So, Trevor, what was the first band I brought to the podcast? Panic at the Disco? Does that count? No. What was the first band I brought to the podcast? Um, Dead Kennedys? Closure in Moscow. That was not the first band, was it? I think it was. No, it wasn't. Hold on now. Now I gotta... I'm pretty sure... It was one of the earliest. It was one of the earlier ones, but I don't think that it was... I think the first band you brought was... Okay, no, it was the Dead Kennedys. God damn it! Fucking surprisingly sober lore over here. That's me. God, our order is so fucked on the... Okay, now it's better. On what? Da- okay, Closure in Moscow is later. Okay. Anyway, so, Closure in Moscow. The fourth band I brought on, or third, I can't count. Um, Do you remember the name of the album? <gasps> Closure in Moscow? Yeah. Pink Lemonade? Well, I'm sticking with the trend. Oh. This week... We are listening to Stand Atlantic's Pink Elephant. We're sticking with that queer core. <laughs> <laughs> We're having back-to-back lady vocalists. Okay, wait, wait. So it's Stand Atlantic. What was the name? I was too busy pink, thinking of a joke. Pink Elephant. Pink Elephant. Yes, we went from Pink Lemonade to Pink Elephant. Mm, we did a lot in between there. But yeah. But I mean, like, in terms of the pinks. Um, but we did we did do another color between then and now, and it was everything is going gray. Yeah. I like color. What's the guy's name from Fifty Shades of Grey? It was something gray. It's like Jack Gray, Chris Gray. How fucking know. Um, everything is going gray. How was his name? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Jonathan Gray? Dude, I don't know. Like, if you say more names, it's not going to jog my memory if I never had a memory of it. Well, I guess you're missing out because I heard they were really good. Oh, really? I heard it's just, like, softcore bondage, basically. I heard that it's actually incredibly, like, rapey. 
Well, yeah, it's rapey, but, like, the stuff they do is, like, nothing more than, like, push up against the wall and, like, handcuffs and shit. Literally pussy shit. Yeah, Taryn. Yeah. Why was your Did... bed so easy to move? Head straps. <laughs> On all um, four corners. Um, that my mother saw. You know what? Th- this is a perfect time to talk about on a feminist episode um you want to hear a really fucked up thing i did when i was in a relationship no (laughs) too bad (laughs) (laughs) so um this girl i was dating i was even dating we slept with each other a few times um she wanted me to uh no (laughs) break into her house okay not the story i thought you were gonna tell (laughs) she wanted me to break into her house and rape her (laughs) consensually consensually yeah like so yeah. <laughs> so like did, it was like a planned day so it wasn't like a surprise in any way but yeah it was definitely like this just feels so fucking wrong don't worry i i, I rate the right girl jesus christ you did it yeah, I did it. <laughs> All right. Um, you can uh, catch us okay, on... Okay, so for, for reference, for reference, I was 19. <laughs> Let's please say she was over 18. She was 24. Oh, so she was taking advantage of you. That's great. Yeah. All right. Check us out on, <laughs> check us out on Surprising Twit. Yeah. Uh, on uh, on Twitter, surprisingly. Um, check us out on Surprisingly Podcast on Instagram. Um, remember to hodl that dodge. I said that wrong. Hodl that dodge, man. Hodl that dodge. That dodge stock, man, is about to take off. Hodl that doge. Um, don't pronounce it doge, doja, like Mark Cuban and Ellen did. That was awful. Um, remember that Taryn will always and forever love Emily. And Hey, man, I... I think girls that are following me on Instagram because I meet them on dating apps are finding this podcast. <laughs> I think we need to slow down on the Emily talk. Oh, also, yeah, 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 yeah. I need to. <laughs> I also think Emily wants me to slow down on the Emily talk. I think you should. But you know what? You keep bringing it up. With young and in love. <laughs> Heart attacks waiting to happen. That album's never going to come on this podcast. Don't know what it was. I think it's Bring Me the Horizon. <laughs> so, uh, check us out in those places. Um, and I can't think of anything else. Uh, but remember, stay frosty. No. <laughs> that's not our sign-off, right? All right. So, All right. I'm Taryn. I'm Taryn. <laughs> and I am r slash signing, signing off. off. <laughs> I'm Trevor. <laughs> <laughs>